0: Welcome to B-Plot Podcast, the podcast where we take a look at some of the biggest movies from days gone by, mostly ignore it, look at the ones, come out on the exact same day. My name's Lincoln, i a comic out here in London, I'm out here with my man Sam. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing good, Lincoln, how you doing? I'm doing alright, I'm doing alright. We watched, uh, I actually watched three movies for the podcast uh, this time around, um, because guys, what we have for you today is The Maze Runner 2. I think it's called Scorched Earth. Scorched Trials. Scorched Trials. It's the second Maze Runner film. And on the uh, exact same day by God, Sleeping With Other People, starring Alison Brie and Jason Sudeikis, uh, now uh, in his pre-Ted Lasso days. Mm. (laughs) Um, Now doing his thing there. And uh, these movies kind of came out on the same day about... Would have to be like five years and five years ago now to the day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so not on the day when it comes out on the Friday, but I think it's on the Saturday, Sam, or the mm-hmm. day before. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a day either side. There's I can't remember a which day side. Either side. A day either side. So let's start with uh, the Maze Runner, Sam. By God, now you picked this, these films. I assume you have some sort of uh, skin in the game when it comes to <laughs> the Maze Runner. I.
1: Actually, just had very quick access to both of these movies and uh, was surprised to find out that they came out on the exact same day. But uh, I have seen the Maze Runner one and two before. I've tried to watch the third one. I've just, I've never got through it. I've just, I've always got to the first fifteen minutes, and I was sort of wondering, what does this look like now? So you didn't fuck with it? It's not your, it's not your thing. Um. No, not really. It's I mean, it's young adult. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of what you see is what you get. It's gonna be a very, very broadly like allegorical thing for like work hard and be with your mates. (laughs) And then this is this one. I don't know, there's something about the maze rope where it's like it's a it's a virus, and they need to develop a vaccine from the immunity. I don't know, it's each film is such a different setting of film that i feel like th- there's nothing to hold on to there's nothing that's compelling me to finish the story
0: i'm just sort of interested in the world look man i'll tell you what i'll tell you what it is i low key kind of fucked with these movies i enjoyed myself i had a good time and i'll have, i'll tell you what in case you haven't seen the Maze one it's obviously it's based on a book and like uh, sam says it is young adult fiction but let me just read you the synopsis So the first Maze Runner movie, uh, your man, a young handsome boy wakes up in a in a a glade, a little forest. Turns out that there is a maze and uh, every night uh, they have some of these young whippersnappers, a very um, playfully diverse group of, of kids go and map this maze. They don't know. They've all been there once every 30 days. Someone arrives in this maze. No one knows why. They get some supplies. As the thing goes along, we learn that this maze is actually um, uh, they are trapped in a maze, and that, that that's you know they try have to now escape this maze. And then the the only one who doesn't want to escape the maze is the the pedo from. Uh, no, that's that one not episode him. Of Black Mirror. <laughs> it's a different actor. That's a that's different him. Actor. That's him.
1: It's, no, it's not. It's the it's same your, actor. Surely. I know who you're thinking of. Um, the this guy is the guy from Detroit. From Detroit? No, isn't he also in? Uh, he is in an episode of Black Mirror, though. He's he? in the Choose Your Own Adventure one, not the pedo one. The pedo one is a different, kid. Are we sure yeah, I wish. Yeah, yeah, you're he's right, not, though. He's he not was the in the Choose Your
0: Own Adventure one. <laughs> that is the one he was in. So he's the only one that doesn't want to escape this. goddamn Because he's place. the best runner. Um, he just loves being the run, the, uh, doing the running. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, Uncle Tom esque If you can imagine, if you can imagine during slavery there being one slave being like, no, it's actually quite. It's actually quite nice. This is the kind of energy this guy's keeping. It's like, no, I liked it in the maze. I was happy at the back of the bus. Um, no,
1: I, yeah, I feel like this guy's
0: more like chose to work there. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem that way. Anyway, sorry. We digress. It's not important. So, this group of um, the group, they all get together. They escape the maze at the end of the first Maze Runner. Now we're in the second movie. Maze Runner 2, Scorched Trials, Scorched Earth. <laughs> and they're looking for a kind of uh, mythical place. Uh, I think the, the name of the group is The Right Arm or The Right Hand. And um, these are the uh, kind of group of safe people. And we learned throughout the course of the law of the movie is that there's been a virus. And this virus is basically, it's it's, it's killing everyone. It's turning them into like the zombies from The Last of Us. Um, copyright trademark p- pending. And... The only cure is to keep these goddamn teenagers in a maze and experiment on them. Is that what you is that what you understood?
1: Yeah, it's a loose. It's a. I mean, it's a very loose string of world building to be like. Whatever the problem is, the solution is running. The virus turns people into like really good, fast-running zombies, and. That's why you have to run. And the maze has monsters in it. That's why you have to run. I mean, I honestly think in terms of how this goes as like a young adult saga is more like speed than the world that it's... If you look at, say, the other ones like Harry Potter or uh, Twilight or um, any of those kind of big like teen and young adult reading universes they're all based around kind of like one universe it's, it's magic or it's vampires or it's whatever whereas this one is really
0: just focused on running i, I that's funny um presumably there's one focused on like yoga <laughs> there's one focused on like plies there's one focused on uh, <laughs> some bench <binge> pressing <laughs> this like working working out a those lot.
1: were the less popular spin-off young adult cardio
0: novels yeah See, I would actually talk to you about that because I do think, to me, there's a... Let's let's talk about the young adult genre in general because I think it's the first time that we've actually... The modern incarnation of it, that we've actually come across one of these movies on the podcast. Now, I think what you're referring to there, the kind of tw- Twilight lesser. So, Twilight's a kind of bridge between Harry Potter and this kind of the other young adult ones to me, like uh, The Hunger Games and Divergent. I do think th- this area where we are now with adult, uh, young adult fiction, these movies specifically are, they're kind of of a piece. They have like a, they have so many different, so many overlapping, uh, genre elements that they almost become their own genre separately, apart from like young adult dystopian fiction is a very distinct thing. It's always, and this is the best thing about it in my opinion, is that, um, it's up to the teenagers, man. Yeah, um, You've ever seen a young adult fiction where it's like, oh, the adults are actually the one we have to take care of. They're like, no. We need, the only way we can solve this problem is with people between the ages of about 15 <laughs> and 19. But by the time you get to 20, it's like, ah, right, man, you're good. You age out. These movies, you know, they were big. And, and they kind of, I think they're kind of that wave is crested now with the superheroes. But there was a time where this was, where these movies were the big movies. Um, in like, of almost every year, if the movie wasn't an animation, an animated movie, it would, the biggest movie of the year would be The Hunger Games or... God, Dude, fucking Divergent or however made hundreds of millions of dollars. I can't, I can't describe to you a single scene or a plot point in that. I think that's where all of them have... The, that's with Cam Gajanden then. Yeah,
1: that was the one, I think, though, that was the nail in the coffin on this genre, crushing it at the box office, because it came out to such a strong opening. And I think this, I think the Divergent one is quite famous because they didn't get enough
0: to finish the series, right? I have no idea. See, no one even knows. Have you, can you think of anything sadder? The, yeah. The... Know, a, fr- a franchise, and they're like, they're just, ah, oh, dude, we can't... We can't even... Make a little spin-off show on Hulu. Like we have to. Like we have to. Did this entire thing. This is terrible. Everybody's worked um, out the end so hard. Nobody even wants to see it. That was, I think, the vibe. I I will say of all of these movies, I think the one that I enjoy the most is I think the Maze Runner. Yeah. What what drew you to it? I'll tell you what. It was the first one. I liked the setting in the in the glade. I was expecting loads of like grey, uh, blue, washed out footage which there was in the maze enough but i do like the kind of lord of the rings vibe these kids are fending for themselves um they've got the uh bald black leader like the dude from angel uh which is a a everlasting trope and um i like i was intrigued what is the maze i knew the maze was i knew the maze was man-made i knew we were in the future knew that much (laughs) Uh, but i didn't know to what i didn't know to what extent and um the second movie is the one sorry i should say this we're discussing the second movie however i am kind of leading up to the first movie because um it starts immediately after the end of the first movie so uh you it's kind of the continuation of one story i liked it i i think you know what i did like about it and i, I, I and now i've watched so many things in my life sam that it's impossible for me to extricate when i like something because it reminds me of something else <laughs> i liked yeah or whether i just like it and um the thing that i liked about this is that uh, how eerily similar it is to the last of us games yeah the art the way that the the zombies as it were are designed with the kind of growth over them the fungus the the levels that are collapsed buildings that they have to race through and it reminded me so reminded me so much of it that I, I actually quite enjoyed it. That's well
1: that's exactly it. There's a lot of shots in in them the, the Scorch trials that look like Last of Us Concept art when they are and I think that's also what pulls this movie through a bit. It's I enjoy it more than I expect to because it does have these kind of amazing big set pieces. Like running away from a bunch of zombies in a skyscraper that's leaning against another skyscraper. That whole bit, you know, on the glass its very Jurassic park, very like classic. Oh, is some shit going to fall off?
0: You know, another thing that happens is, uh, so they've escaped. We all learn that it's part of the plan. And, um, these are our gang. They get to a safe haven, a kind of military, uh, what looks like a military hostel or something we have there, uh, Cocketti or Grey Worm, not Grey Worm, uh, Littlefinger, depending on where you've come across this guy. and he plays a, a delightful villain. He's chewing up the scenery. This guy plays bad so well. He's got a <laughs> He's got that twinkle in his eye. Love him because he's 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 handsome, but you can tell that like yeah he doesn't pay his taxes and he embezzles and like all this kind of awful stuff. There's
1: revenge in his eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah he moves in this world comfortably he's the kind of person i imagine who like yeah um who has like uh, a dui <laughs> like he was like involved in a drunk driving incident and he'll tell people about it like that kind of that yeah kind oh, of. yeah he'll brag he'll brag yeah 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 he'll be like i mean like what you haven't who among us um how do you like
1: this as a as karketti's natural uh evolution from the 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 corruption of politics in baltimore government to child catcher literal child catcher in the apocalypse
0: yeah i th- i think that's this he's played three different variations of the same character all great um low fingers great this guy's great um Karketi's great love it love all of it so these kids escape from there from this safe haven which is of course not a safe haven and then they they try and find Giancarlo Esposito and his people and that's and then that's kind of it's a long chase movie interspersed with these uh with these action scenes there's a there's an interesting scene where uh it seems like the weather is chasing them our Asian Don gets struck by lightning and um, it's important that we point out the race, guys, because that is literally the only thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> separating them from each other. It's the only thing. Is the English one? It's the black one. It's the Asian one. It's the white one. It's the other white one. I think that's. There's a bunch of white ones. There's a
1: bunch of. There's a whole a, yeah, chunk of change several. of white
0: guys. Yeah. Several white ones, but only one black one and only one Asian one. Um, and one Geldem, so that's good <laughs> the girl from Skins she's in there as well and um, yeah so basically that's just the film that's just how they how they get across it we're rambling a little bit this is going to be a bitch to edit um, but let's, 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 let's put this in a box Sam highlights low lights from The Maze Runner 2 Scorched Scorched Trials
1: Scorched Trials highlights definitely a lot of the action sequences when they're getting chased through like a dilapidated mall by zombies, nice little dawn of the dead. Hello. Uh running up a collapsed skyscraper, guns and all that. Huge highlights. The guest stars, Giancarlo um Esposito, uh, Alan Tudyk as that kind of extravagant uh party guy. Um just a whole like a whole bunch of grown-ups in the film who you go, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're about. Uh, lowlights though I do have to say anything pensive it's the one part of young adult I can't fuck with anymore as I get older is the kind of moody slow plays of teenage drama I'm like make it quick for the parents
0: or make it deep one or the other can you give me an example of one time that it was too pensive that you didn't fuck with it
1: Um. yeah I think, I, I think a bunch of the stuff in the desert when there there's there's a there's quite a long sequence where they've they've escaped the cell and they're going to the desert and there's a bunch of oh we're sad and we're having kind of like minor squabble infights or even in the um in the fake institution at the beginning with Corcetti there's just a little bit too much uh boring chat when i'm like this i think the film can survive off the strength of just how fun it is to keep running and, and what situation are you got again? I mean, that's another highlight where they edge that, you know, when they're running away over the escape beams and I'm like, everything has every uh, sort of action set piece is saved by the fact that they are better at running. And I'm like, I, I think they've done quite good work on that.
0: Quite good work. This is uh, also a comment and out of shape. Uh, you are Sam in general <laughs> that you that the running is the part yeah, the running is the part that is the most impressive to you bro I, I, well, I
1: cycle I, I cycle everywhere I'll go I'll go toe to toe with you on any leg shit but yeah running is proper boring on <laughs> any <laughs> leg shit <laughs> leg shit
0: Kicking
1: leg match. shit
0: that's what you that's what you call that <laughs> yeah I gonna do leg shit Oh, lick! what are you doing? Oh, he's including his hands. Nah, nah, (laughs) nah. You can't do that. Don't include your upper body. Disqualified. (laughs) Get this guy out of here. Just like shit. Oh, man. That's the new uh, uh, Olympics just been by. But that's uh, um, deleted scene from one of the one of the Olympics is just lecture. Yeah. The hundred meter lecture. Everyone just goes and you just
1: freestyle with your legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's based on audience
0: vote. Like, oh he's got strong legs. Yeah. Hundred meter lecture. And it's like the judges holds up the thing. What I didn't like uh low lights is the acting. Um And that's no one's fault. I think there's some actually pretty good actors in there. (laughs) They just weren't given anything to act. (laughs) No one knows anything. To the extent that I don't know the black kid's name, um, I know uh, the Asian Don's name uh, because they shouted a lot as he gets kidnapped. And Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) And they're both great comedic actors, both of them. Uh, One one is in Kimmy Schmidt, the other is in a film called The Binge and Saved by the Bell. And they're both... really good in that It's it's just the writing is is very flat
0: so flat um and this movie also suffers from something that i like to call the prison break problem which is it is the it is sam for better or worse it is the maze runner maze is the important part um which means these guys are either escaping from a maze or finding their way back into a maze Mm-hmm. and um, this movie ends with them returning to the maze because uh, the Asian don got uh, kidnapped uh, I, and,
1: y- um, yeah but I do have to say though the important part is maze but also the other very important part is as I have said runner <laughs> which is running out of the maze running back to the maze R- running. The, the importance of running in this film cannot be as understated as the importance
0: of mazes but I mean, if if it's prison break, you know, this is a chicken and egg situation. Is the important part the prison or the break? Is the break the thing that we hang our hat on most?
1: Well, I think this is where it comes down to. This is the commitment phobia in in writing and committing to projects. Is They are probably both important in equal parts. So... If season, what if you you in Prison Break? Once you've broken out of the prison, it's a different show. Or you have to break into the prison. It's the out of or into that you can change. I think with, I think with Maze Runner, and I will. You know what? I'm gonna try and watch the third one again, uh, on a different day, so that I'm like, you know, ready and awake for it. But there better be mazes and running.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? I will. I'll join you. Um, obviously not watching her at the same time. But actually, I'm kind of curious. How are these motherfuckers going to wrap this up? Is this going to keep breaking in and out of mazes? Yeah. I also... I, is this, is
1: oh, <laughs> Side note. Post-apocalyptic zombie things. Whenever there's a cure involved, I always wonder... How that, clean up on that's got to be so intense that past the point, surely it's not worth the cure. Just take the precaution before you digest it. In my head, I'm like, how would they distribute? Are they going to be dropping
0: bombs of like vaccine on people? Or this is another. This, I think, I think it's a fair question to ask because we are in um, in our own apocalypse, Sam. We are in at uh, the the back end or in the middle, believing depending on who you believe of a, of a worldwide pandemic. Even when things are by and large going fine, by and large, as I say. um it's super hard for us to get everyone the vaccine. First of all, not everyone believes you. Not everyone wants to take it because they're like, no, this is bad. I can't do it. And then two, it turns out the infrastructure for giving people the cure in the fucking civilized world as it is, as it is, super fucking hard. It's super difficult. There's like in America, there's like fucking states one of the most developed countries on earth but like, they can't get people the vaccine, and they're like, "Oh no, these rednecks don't want to take it." No, it's because the nearest town's like a hundred miles away. It's really far.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is where we have a vaccination center every mile or two. Do you know what I mean, it's like uh... so because and also with zombies who definitely extra don't want to take it, they're not even you know like not even aware of it. I always wonder: is there a whole cleanup crew that has to go and just sort of hold them down? And, and that's oh, no, just... You
0: gotta, it's, that's a wrap, surely, right? That's a wrap. Yeah, like, you've... Oh, I'm sorry, dude. We tried our best. But you're literally... Your head's growing into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how, how... How... How are we gonna
1: find a vein on your Yeah, own? yeah. <laughs> like... no, of course, some of them are too far gone. It would be cruel. But it would be worse. But uh, I, I guess just what I mean is, at the point where anyone who's, I think... I mean in the maze runner it seems the time between like getting infected and turning into a total zombie is about 3 or 4 days maybe 2 it's it's less than it's definitely less than a week you know so uh, and actually in the case of some people it's that that guy who gets bit in the desert it's a few hours right it's, it's like less less than a day so i feel like the amount of effort of going through, maybe I'm just being a bit of a dick and logic holes in the world, but it's the amount of effort it goes through to like test these kids to maybe get the chance to maybe vaccinate people who've just been bitten in the last 10 minutes. It's like maybe direct the resources a bit more into locking down what you've got now so that the zombies die off or you're better equipped to deal with it there. And then you don't need to put the kids in these like rat cage enslavement tests you know
0: also like like i said before man i feel like i've crossed over if the price that we have to pay there's like what 10 kids in there come on man there's like there's like 10 kids in there like there's like that short story wait um, wait just
1: are you saying there's 10 kids in there we can kill 10 kids to save the world or are you saying
0: what you is that what yeah that is what I'm saying. Um, that is what I'm saying. And there's like that short story about this perfect utopia of a city. But in order for this perfect utopia to function, there's one little basement where a kid gets like... Goes hungry and gets tortured every day. But this literal city is perfect around it. And it's like this allegory. Is this okay? The answer is no. But also the city is <laughs> <laughs> <Not> perfect <laughs> i'm like dude is it, what i'm trying to what i'm trying to get to sam is we have proven over and over as a people as and as a human race and we're proving it even now we are okay with a little bit of suffering if it's like far enough away from us and also if it's happening if it doesn't like make your life worse every day yeah like but- yeah. If yeah. it goes on for if it goes on for like three weeks, you can be like, "All right, whatever. Like, I can I can do that." But it's like you know, as long as other stuff keeps happening, then it's okay. But if that's the only thing that happens, yeah, uh, people get really upset.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll struggle to live. Uh, I don't want to uh, get twisted. I would a hundred percent agree with you if it was like ten kids in a maze. But just in the world of this movie, it's like every bankable teen or like young adult actors age demographic is being pushed into these mazes it's the whole generation right uh, mm-hmm. and that's the generate. that is what i mean is like if it was if it, if it was 10 kids in a maze and i thought i could do it i'd volunteer i'd be like yeah fuck it if it, it's better than this do you know what i mean like <laughs> if, if, if what's outside is like the equivalent exchange but the uh the the amount of kids that are from mazes in this film, do you know what I mean? It's like, who's even gonna fucking make a next
0: generation? You've pushed them all into mazes. Exactly, where are these kids going from this? And also, and this is where it's actually kind of a masterstroke that these kids are so fucking diverse, because if it's if you just pick one race. <laughs> Then it, then it starts then you're like all right this is we know where we are now yeah like, yeah yeah yeah. if yeah, the yeah. if the thing is like the only way to beat this virus is we have to put all the little we have to put all the asian kids in the maze or because of the running thing you presumably will pull all the like uh west african or North, uh, east african kids in the maze uh, yeah you map this fucking maze for us go on
1: yeah. Um, that's
0: well, when people are like, all right, like, this is this is uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: it has to be... It has to be diverse. <laughs> it has to be diverse. Like, <laughs>
0: it has to... It's a, that's the thing. that it, You can oppress people <laughs> as long as you do it in a woke way. And this is... <laughs> that's the this, point. This is honestly...
1: This is the biggest argument for blockbusters as 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 movies because if this was an indie film the chances of you being able to afford to get such a
0: diverse cast would make it look like a hate crime. (laughs) Yeah, that's the key. Guys, this is why if you want to oppress people, if you want to discriminate, be more diverse. Get more people in there, and then you'll get away with it. That's just the key. I don't have a a smooth segue, but we do have to talk about the other movie that came out on the exact same day. I got a smooth segue. I got a smooth segue. oh, Oh, go for it. Sam, we've been talking about this for half an hour. This is nuts.
1: Uh... Uh, Speaking of seeing actors, I love doing things, but
0: not quite hitting the mark. Sleeping with other people. Sleeping with other people. The uh, Alison Brie featuring, the Jason Sudeikis featuring uh, romantic comedy. Uh, Let me just get up the... Let me just get up the... 12 years. Okay, so here we go. Sleeping with other people. 12 years after a one-night stand, a man, Jason Sudeikis, and a woman, Alison Bree, running to each other and trying to maintain a platonic relationship despite their mutual attraction. It's a bad synopsis because the key part that they left out there is that they lost their virginity to each other. Um, and that's very important for the film because this movie deals with sex in a way that I find very refreshing. Um... And I actually think this is—I really enjoyed this film. Um, you, 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 you think it didn't quite hit the mark, Sam? It, it. For me, it's like
1: so close in so many ways. But on that, I just want to do that on that way it deals with sex because there is just something I really want to talk about uh, about this movie, which is, yeah, that is the most crucial part—is that they lost their virginity to each other. But this film, and it is let us just, just let me quickly take you through the pitch because all of Jason Sudeikis' friends who is Jason Matsoukas and his wife keep telling him this thing you've got going on with Alison Brie is is crazy, it's fucking nuts, it's mental and at one point Jason Sudeikis says she's my best friend and Jason was is like I'm your best friend and he's like no you're my second the film I couldn't tell whether it was treating it like the the gender norms are wrong and sort of like misrepresentative. Whether the film was like, because it is crazy, not because you're a man and a woman, a straight man and a straight woman being friends, which is how the film kind of phrases it a few times. It's crazy because you lost your virginity to each other, didn't see each other for 12 years and then became best friends in the space of less than like a year. That's what's fucking mental.
0: Yes, in short, Sam, you are right. That is a weird thing to say and it is a thing that i'll say this for me in my own relationship i'm very happily married uh love my partner have a good time my best the best friend thing over i don't know what happened over the last couple of years and it's all because of movies where the best friend and the partner have to like be the same and it's like yo you can break up those roles man
1: Mm, you mean in terms of like they have to be the same type of person yeah
0: they have, yeah, it's like it's like a, a thing where you can say like I watch again I watch a lot of Love Island. They say it all the time it's like oh you're my best friend and I'm like what? Like for me it's partner like in the hierarchy it's partner, best friend. And then friends. It just goes yeah. Those a you don't have to merge the two positions. It's like you have enough emotional bandwidth that these can be separate people.
1: Yeah, and I but I uh, th- it feels like this film is trying to say yeah that you're that that's weird well okay but this is the thing I mean do you think
0: straight men and women can be best friends I think so I think so and I I will also say I think in that moment I think uh Sudeikis Sudeikis's character was just kind of fucking with Mansoukas um I don't know if he I think he was being sarcastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. I'm not... The bit... Sorry, let me clarify. It might, it might have been a minute, but the bit I mean is not um, that he's downranked Jason Sudeikis. The bit that I'm saying is... The, Man, you mean Mantoukas? Sorry. No, yeah. The, blah, 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 blah. Jason's, right? I'm not focusing on that Jason Sudeikis has said that Jason Mansukas isn't his best friend anymore. I mean, it's insane that he is calling someone who he had lost his virginity to hit uh 12 years ago not seen for that space of time and then reconnected with has then become that person's best friend in like less than a year
0: and is like insistent on it being platonic so so dacus and alice and brie they lose their virginity to each other so dacus they go into a, a dorm room the movie starts in like 2002 or something i don't know 2005 i guess um it in 2002, and they're at, they're at college. And um, Sudeikis is the worst kind of prick, man. shout out to my man from Bring It On with the Clash t-shirt. Uh, Shout-outs to Jason Sudeikis with, like, the Weezer poster on his wall and the poster of the band American... Uh, it was called American Baseball. Is the name of the band? or American Football? Something like that. Just, like, the most... Just the most on-brand shit. You know what's happening. And... Um, and so, yeah, they lose their virginity to each other. Fast forward, fast forward, and Jason Sudeikis has turned into our favorite character here on B-Plot. A, whatchamacallit, a toxic don. <laughs> um, real toxic king, uh, this guy. Also, Alison Bree has become a sex addict. Uh, and in fact, in one of my, when I knew I would like <laughs> this movie, is uh, she breaks up with Adam Brody. And uh, she tells him that she's been cheating on him with another one of my own personal crushes. Um, Adam Scott who I fucking love in everything. She says like, yeah, she's a sex addict. And uh, Adam Brody says, nah, man, you're not a sex addict. You're just a whore. Um, He he has a breakdown and he leaves. (laughs) I was like, that's really funny. I was like, I had had to laugh. I was like, this is good stuff. So, uh, yeah, and uh, she runs into Jason Sudeikis, who is also obviously, you know, been with loads of women and then the the kind of journey continues as friends from there on in.
1: Yeah, but and this is I I guess this is my slight problem with the conceit of the film, is that they continue as friends, they come up with a safe word for when they say stuff that arouses each other and then their characters kind of maintain, uh, you know as they clearly get closer, and I know, look I know it's the point of a rom-com is to slowly edge them you know, together, 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 apart, big together, but it's, I, I there were two points where it sort of lost me. It was the fact that they kept that up, and I was like, that level of self awareness or that lack of self awareness in the characters put me off them a bit. And then there was a second point where um, Jason Sudeikis was what wanted to ask his boss out, um, so he signed all of his uh, resignation papers to get her to sign. Um, so that he could ask her out on a date, so that she didn't, because she doesn't date employees or co-workers. Um, and she said, you stand to make $5 million next year? And I said, right, well, I don't give a fuck. I hope you don't end up together. Oh, I hope no. nothing fucking there happens. Here we go. This is $5 million. Go. Get the fuck out of it. Why do I give a, give a shit about whether you can't stop cheating? You can afford to cheat. Just cheat all the fucking time.
0: This is the uh, the classic... um the Sam vortex is once you, once you cross a threshold of money beyond sympathy, dead to me, <laughs> what Sam says. <laughs> five and I don't, million you know, dollars. It's, 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 it's also not even five million dollars. It's it's a way lower amount. It's a way lower amount. What? Oh, no, well, oh you mean my the, threshold? Um, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The threshold for Sam to stop giving a shit about a character is way lower than five million. <laughs> it's 38 um, grand. Way yeah. lower. 38 grand 38 grand yeah. uh after taxes or after after, Doesn't matter. after 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 taxes fair play um but give me highlights lowlights man give me highlights low lights, and then i'll give you mine uh it it had some it,
1: it had some good jokes look jason manzoukas always a highlight i could watch him just be fucking way too intense best friend forever uh love that guy um I did... The thing that I did like was I liked that it was a rom-com that pushed... It was a rom-com that pushed a bit further into kind of like bleak... Uh, uh Yeah, sort of bleak dread about relationships rather than it being consistently sort of like light. It, it didn't tone switch. I like the fact that it kept quite a consistent tone. Um, And low lights, I honestly just didn't feel any chemistry between... Really? Yeah, I didn't get anything.
0: Oh, ah, I actually I had quite. A, I thought there was quite a good. There was quite a lot of chemistry between them. I thought. I, felt I like think I was
1: watching two really good improvisers.
0: But that's what I thought was what made it work is because they're both um, pretty good comedic actors. So like the the uh, the rhythms of the scenes and all of the stuff when they were together felt very uh, very good to me. Felt very natural, very clean. I'll tell you what I what I highlight to me. I like Jason Sudeikis as a romantic lead because he doesn't look like your normal romantic lead he's a bit of a bit of a modern mouth he um very achievable body in my opinion mm, very achievable face like he's handsome but he's not it he, he doesn't insist on itself yeah yeah um so i i really i like i like that i like that casting i like him and Alison Bree brie together uh, despite despite what you say I, I i thought there was a lot there and she plays this character so well since she plays various um iterations of this character throughout her career on tv and on film this um like a very sexy vulnerability yeah um that is and but she's also uh confident enough within herself and in her body to like because she knows that she's attractive but she maybe doesn't <laughs> she doesn't always quite like, this is the character that she plays not the actress mm, yeah yeah um, yeah she, she's very like confident in her body but in a in a very vulnerable way that's the only thing i can explain um because like she wears like there's like scenes where she goes to put on lingerie and stuff and i'm like this makes sense i guess yeah um, no i know what you I'll, mean i'll get back i'll get back to that that'll be my instant cancel later and i'll tell you why um and the other scene the other thing that i enjoyed about it is i like the way that the sex scenes are peppered in almost kind of the way that they would be an action scene would be peppered in yeah in a in a in an action movie where it's like natural climaxes uh, no pun intended but it's the story is also being moved forward through the by the, through sex. the sex scene yeah yeah it's like that's actually that's cool cuz now it matters and now it doesn't even matter that you don't have that you don't show like super explicit sex scenes because it's moving the story along, so it's important, so I like that, um, I'll tell you what I didn't like, there is a little bit of, maybe I'm speaking out of term, but like, there's a little bit of like, annoying, indie, too cool for school, uh, in some of the music choices, and, um, also like, yeah, in the first opening scene, where like, it's just like, oh, this is a bit boring, um, it's a it's a classic New York movie as well. Like all of the play, all of the people are like hang out in very well lit restaurants. A lot of a lot of people. If if a French movie is mostly just people sitting around drinking coffee and smoking, um, a New York movie is just a load of people like having conversations while they're hanging out at the bar. Like yeah,
1: well, there's well, a Manhattan movie, right? Is a Manhattan yeah.
0: movie. You're right. There. There we go that's what i was trying to get to
1: this is like this is what new york looks like if you have five million fucking dollars to hang out and talk about your problems it you know
0: yeah and um that's what it was uh i feel like we didn't get the best use out of um amanda pete who um is as gorgeous as she always is i think she's got more beautiful every year that i've seen her on screen um what else do, 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 do. What else about sleeping with other people? Should we go into categories? Because I let's, have a few. Yeah, let's get into ones. it. Let's go to categories. Categories. So that's how we compare these movies. Is we have categories, folks. The first one we usually have is the instant cancellation. I'll go first, Sam. Instant cancellation for me is Alison Bree's character trying on lingerie. It's not how it works. Mm-hmm. They won't try. You can't try it on in the shop also it was like a dream sequence because immediately there were no other customers there um all of the people who ran the place had disappeared i think that's fucking gross and disgusting especially given um given how public it was and um how much she is horny in this film (laughs) um yeah it's a a solid cancel don't, don't just be wearing People, don't just try on underwear. You fucking kidding me? Mm. Uh, yeah, it has to be. I ha- I, it was halfway there. But it felt
1: like there was a lot more to choose from with uh, sleeping with other people. But the one I want to go for is because it's a, it's a weird instant cancel, but was uh, when Alison Brie at dinner tells Jason Sudakis that she's slept with the other guy again or gone back to him or whatever the thing is. Uh, And he wants to punish her. The waiter comes over and he tells her to take away the water. He's like, no, you don't deserve water. Take away the water. And she's like, no, give me the water. And he goes to give her the water. And then she's like, no, take the water. She doesn't deserve water. The waiter fucking takes the water. And I'm like, (laughs) and I I know what happened. Yeah, it was, yeah, you wanted a cute joke at the beginning of a scene. And there was like no way out of the joke. So it's like, that's just what happens. But no, you don't, the waiter doesn't know who's fucking paying for the bill. And the, you can't just bring the tap water is
0: free. Just give her the tap water. The tap water is free. And this is the only thing that's important. However, my sympathies in that situation is always, always with the waiter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. having obviously waited myself. I can see myself coming across this little thing and being like, you know what? I don't get paid enough <laughs> for <of> this. <laughs> it's just fucking take the waiter and you, take the and you go, you guys saw whatever sort of kinky shit that you have sort it out finger each other whatever just leave me out of it i've got other st- i've got other stuff to do i took a bus here um that's that's what i think happened but in in theory you're right in um in theory and in practice actually you are correct um, <laughs> you can't just deny people water it's a basic <laughs> human right she's just it's thirsty
1: she's a paying customer do you know what i mean like even yeah with that, you, can't that. You, can't that. you can't
0: do that you can't do that can't do that um weirdly work moment weirdly work moment between the Maze Runner Scorched Earth Trials and Sleeping With Other People. Sam?
1: I mean, look. It's going to have... It has to be this, the Scorch Trials. It's, and it's it's going to have to be the fact of... It's going to have to be the diverse cast. Everybody can run. Everybody runs the same. Everybody can in run. In Maze Runner beautiful. Universe.
0: Can I also add another instant cancellation? I'll do two instant cancels instead of a weirdly woke, even though I do have one. Is... My favorite scene actually is not just the, the, the one with Adam Brody, but is when Alison Brie goes to her first sex addict class. Billy Eichner. Uh, and the yeah, everyone's saying their uh their sexual fantasy and there's a dude there and he's say he's saying all of the things that he's done. This is the funniest <laughs> thing to me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so you know I, these are the things that I did did I get a get together with a bunch of guys and made them put a protein bar up my butt? Yeah, I did. I was like, that is the funniest. I could have listened to him list different sexual acts yeah. for days. Just the idea of like getting together with a bunch of guys and then like putting a protein bar up your butt. It's the funniest. Yeah, and look, this is, if
1: anyone in, in no one who does listens to this, but if anyone ever hears this, Billy Eichner in things, letting him do whatever the fuck was off the top of his head. Never a mistake.
0: Belongs in every movie. So funny. So funny. Um but yeah, my instant cancellation of that is Ellison Bree walking out in the middle of it. You can't do that. I don't I've never been to to, um to uh one of these meetings. But I do have you been to one of them before, Sam? No, 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 no. I've never been to a meeting. No, no, but but you don't, you definitely I, don't
1: go on your you phone and then walk. walk out
0: in the middle of somebody <laughs> fucking speaking. That's
1: not how that works. You don't works. do that.
0: You don't, in the middle, of someone's bleeding their heart out. Someone's going, oh, and then, you know, obviously, I, uh, you, you know, my kid died and, and I just, I sparked up. And then you just go, all right, I'm cool. I just have to take this right now. Yeah. <laughs> slide off.
1: And I know, and it's the other thing is, I know if I know it's not always as simple, but if you have something else that you really need to be doing, you need to be doing that. It, it, if that's enough to take you out of a meeting, it's enough to stop you getting high, whether it's
0: whatever it is, you know. Mm, mm. So yeah, that's that's one of my instant cancellations. Weirdly work is our very lovely, um... I think the uh, the Alison Brie character is actually quite weirdly work. Um in a way because I read I read about it as well and like a lot of the pathology around kind of like sex addiction and stuff that people have when it comes to uh to sex is um it's apparently quite accurate in this in this film the way that it's presented the way that she's uh uh what was it like a not becoming a sexual anorexic is that the is that the phrase oh, that the, I don't the remember, person but yeah something like that I think I think there's I think there's some really interesting stuff around sex yeah that's very interesting uh, in the way that it's dis- dysfunctions as it were i think that's it's it's very um uh, tastefully done very um uh it seems like very honestly done uh next one is the uh instant not instant cancellation what am i talking about the uh freaky friday so if you had to swap characters i am swapping uh i mean i i'm getting him into maze runner and he is just listing off things (laughs) uh, he has to do in the maze and um it's uncomfortable uh people are like all right dude can we can we go now this this is not new yeah and then i phoned a guy and uh i sucked his dick outside a little everyone's like what that doesn't even that doesn't scan yeah (laughs) yeah. all these kind of things and then oh yeah sorry and then oh I'm getting um the main guy from from May's running in there and uh he's just running a lot and it, it's um that's kind of his pathology <laughs> his relationships don't work because he's um as of his love of running um misses weddings misses birthdays <laughs> misses family events um, he's at a meeting as well for just people who like to run too much. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bunch of people. It's like, yeah, I just really I just get high off
1: it and it's ruining my life. Until one day the person he lost his virginity to in college
0: runs alongside him. I've, yeah. Then the, did uh, it really work? Insta cancellation. The sequel, sequel generator. Freaky Friday. Sequel generator. So if you had to do a sleeping with other people too, I think sleeping with other people too it's gonna be hard. To, I like a I like a, a kind of anthology style thing. Again, let's try and universe. But I'm always, always, always a fan of of. Can we well build in romantic comedies? Does it have to be an action movie or a fantasy movie? Can we well build a romantic comedy? Can we expand this out further and further and further? Um, where we follow um, Jason Mansuka's and his wife's their character. You follow. Um, Uh, amanda pete uh you 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 follow uh adam adam scott the cheating ass like you can make this bigger and like add different kind of things in there and then then, like i guess the thing binds it all together is it's people that run into the person that they lost their virginity to so for some couples it's people it's people who are actually they are actually together but then there's other people like adam scott and his wife and then they runs into the person that they lost their virginity to. And now it's like, oh, all well, this time has passed. I think this. I there's uh, a little something there.
1: I, uh, I'm going to pitch uh,
0: Sleeping With The
1: Same Person, the sequel to Sleeping With Other People, right? And it's to take a page out of the Scorch Trials. We're picking up exactly where we left off, right? Sudeikis and and Bria married. It turns out that actually trying to repair each other's same, like, traumatic damage doesn't work. uh, And and that monogamy isn't necessarily the solution for all these people. So it's a film of them basically banging their heads against the wall for act one, trying to spice up their sex life because they're so bored because actually they just get off on the cheating. And it's their slow journey into becoming swingers, right? And this way we also get, like, you know... A nice, a nice indie, uh, but kind of like mainstream-minded rom com, with not such a like generic agenda in terms of like, oh settle down, there's one for you. Do you know what I mean? We just get something a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Let's get them swingers out here. Let's get, um, let's make that, let's make that pro cheating movie that I've been <laughs> trying to get off the, Yeah. Trying to get on there. There's not enough movies that are pro cheating, in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, too many movies demonize that shit. But we don't know what's going on in people's lives. Um, of course, no one would go and see this film. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan.
1: There's a fan. sometimes a, fan. a reason.
0: Yeah. There's like... What if your partner's like wild annoying? What if your partner's like wild <laughs> annoying? And like, all the time though. And you're like, all right, I think I'm going to go out and cheat on you. <laughs> that could happen. That could happen, guys. That's the reason. That's the, you're telling me... You're telling me in the breadth of the human experience that that doesn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen? <laughs> that, yeah, that it so, happens.
1: somebody hasn't gone and told even the friend of the person they cheated on they like, yeah, I
0: get it. Yeah. And like, you tell your friends and like you go up and you are, I cheated and your friends are like, oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 Oh dude, what are you doing? Why didn't you do this ages ago? <laughs> we've been all been We've been talking about it on your back. We wanted you to Yeah you? yeah. It's like we always say like a cancelled wedding is a like never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Cancelled weddings, never bad things. Um Sam, I think those are all the
1: Oh we've got genre, genre blender.
0: blender. Genre Blender. Genre blender. So if you had to turn this movie these movies 10 degrees to the left or to the right, what would you do? I think do 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 do. Sleeping with other people. I think it could also work as a... Um, as Alison Brie's character being like a... Uh, have I said this before? I feel like I have. But I do think there's, there's like a... There's a darkness to her that could work. That she should... We could tilt this not too far and it can become a promising young woman. And I know I'm saying that because I, I remember that she was in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do think there is maybe like a little spot there where she she deads all these toxic kings in her life and um everyone's everyone else uh, like the Bobo joke because like everyone's just like yeah kill all these men <laughs> like I think we could I think we could end there um I I would have to scorch
1: trials uh I'd have to bend it to the left to make it a Cormac McCarthy thing I know it's obvious but just to take it more in the direction of the road. Uh, again, ending it at two, getting it like uh, getting it done uh, done there, but it's so you can have all these like horrific, gruesome, unexpected deaths, and like they don't get the vaccine, and the metaphor is that the zombies will always win, and the wilderness turns you into a fucking man, and all of this shit, and I think I think that would be hilarious as a sequel to the original Maze Runner, just played straight.
0: Yeah, why not? Dig it. I was also thinking, yeah, it could be a proper Western. You could go all the way, make it a proper Western people on horses and stuff. Yeah. Why not
1: already got Alan Um, Tudyk, you know?
0: Yeah. He's there doing fantastic. Always good to see him. Always good to see him. Um, Dude, I think that's it. I think that's all of the the categories. What have you been watching? Have you been watching anything you want to recommend before we get out of here?
1: I finished new girl.
0: That is, that's insane. That's like a 150 episode show.
1: Yeah, I finished it. I mean I had a lot of it on in the background and I slept through a lot of it, but I've you know, I saw the end.
0: Um, I've not I've never seen the end.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean I just, just think it would be yeah. I think it'd be a great show without Jess. I just think that would make it And I actually I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm thinking to fix that, you have Jess die super early and they're all really close friends. And they still do all the crazy schemes, but they're doing it for the memory of their friend. Mm. But we but we never mm. have to be... Because uh, just as you said earlier, I'm like, see, Jess is somebody who when she gets cheated on, I'm like, yeah. Jess is like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> <That's a, like, laughs> why? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> it's like, all right.
0: Calm um, down, you. Calm down, uh, you. What have you been watching? Also, not many films, although I am very, very keen. I'm trying to find a... F- spare day because like my just with comedy and my social calendar and all of the other s- bullshit in my life um i shouldn't say that um <laughs> just with comedy and my social calendar and everything i um i've been really dying to watch that quest love film the concert film oh uh, summer of soul summer Oh of yeah soul. yeah 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 i'm really keen for that it looks beautiful, but the thing is like because i know how i will feel watching stevie and and aretha and these people perform in their primes i know that i will just like levitate off the movie seat so i need to like find I, f- I need to find space where i can then leave the theater and like just be floating on air for the rest of the day um i can't i don't want to like squeeze it in in between another engagement yeah, if yeah we're gonna be at dinner everyone's gonna be like so what do you think about you know the vaccine it's like i don't even fuck about <laughs> anything <laughs> i don't yeah. care about anyone um but i'm very keen very keen for that um but i did finish uh silicon valley oh yeah which is a show that I, which is a show that i've been watching for a long time never got around to finishing it i watched all uh the, the whole final season only like seven episodes uh watched it in like two days and um i was very impressed with how they ended it and i think that's something to be commended Uh, If you bear in mind how difficult it is to end shows, I think people are starting to get it right more often than not now. I think before we were in an era of TV where like you'd have guys who wrote like 30 pilots in their lives, uh, but never got to finish a show. Mm. And, but now I, you see more kind of limited run short shows. So you see shows just like tying a really neat bow on it. Vice principles comes to mind. um, Eastbound and down a little bit, even though it sagged but yeah, shows yeah, are just kind yeah. of like no nope, broad
1: city we're done here it's uh, uh, but i but i agree with the, uh, but it's the move away from the studio audience that right it's because when you have it's so hard to the these like kind of corny hack finale episodes when you have a studio audience because the thing has been moving week to week but they there is this thing where they commission a bunch of comedy shows or like comedy dramas and go yeah tell the story you want as long as the jokes are along the way so they can kind of I feel like they always have the end in mind a little bit more
0: now. And and, and they're more, much more confident with it. And I think they they see it a little bit sooner. So like Silicon Valley had a really nice end, tied everything together. There were all these little grace notes. checked back on all the people and all the little Easter eggs. If you've you know, watched uh, from the beginning, which pretty much everyone has. I don't know who's started a show season two and be like, oh, I'll finish it from here. No one. Mm. Um and so it worked it worked really well and I, and I and i quite enjoyed it and um i do think we'll go back to the the other thing though i think everything that's old is new again there's already a kind of appetite from streaming services to kind of make a kind of multi uh, multi-camera uh sitcom work again i think those shows are those, they will come back they'll maybe look a little bit different but uh uh hopefully those will be better than uh, than there were in the, in the kind of dying days of the network stuff, so uh, we've gone way off piece. Anyway, guys, uh, oh the one thing remember,
1: I, I do want to plug yeah. uh, November thirteenth, comedy cabin, Hoxton. I'm going to be doing an hour's show.
0: Oh man, I'll be there for that.
1: Yeah, thank you. November
0: thirteenth.
1: <laughs> November thirteenth, Saturday. November the thirteenth, uh, Hoxton cabin in mm-hmm. Dalston.
0: Remind me again, November 13th. I will. I, I'll,
1: I'll plug it every episode till it happens.
0: I am so uh, 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 envious of these people. All right, this is in the podcast. Guys, Remember, <laughs> um, November 13th is going to be Sam. So if you're going to be in London, go check him out. It's going to be good fun. And uh, speak to you later. Peace.